And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time is 6.08 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. We're going to continue on this other side with some phone calls. Let's go to line number three. Talk with Mark from California. Line number three. Mark, are yeah. you there? I am here. And uh, do you know who Dr. Vladimir Zelenko is? Yes, he is one of the uh, top notch early uh, treatment protocol doctors who actually testified uh, in New Jersey, as well as to the Jewish rabbis in Israel about ivermectin and many other protocols that would save uh, hundreds of his own patients. Again, uh, he, along with, I I must say, uh, Mark, uh, hundreds of what I call good doctors who did not wait for Pope Fauci to let their patients die, um, utilized so many wonderful um, prophylactics to help people um, deal with uh, this COVID thing. And um, and he's, he's a hero. He's a hero. He actually led the way, um, as I say, stated, on, on yeah. the East Coast. And you won't hear him in the media. You won't hear him hardly anywhere. It's a tragedy what's going on. But what's your observation about him? Well, he mentioned uh, that Alexander Scholzenism's uh, book, uh, he had a, a, he was talking about how Stalin made this canal from uh, Moscow to Timbuktu or whatever. And there were like 400,000 people that lost their lives. You know, they just pour them into the concrete as they, after they died. And, and then it, not one ship sailed through that canal because it was uh, too shallow. And yeah. uh, the Russians are smart people. You know, Stalin, he was saying Stalin just did that to kill people, and he's drawing the parallel with the vaccines. You know, Zelenko says he he believes it's a sinister, you know, thing to kill people off, you know, and uh, communism. Well, and, uh, I, you know, he's right. He, I mean, so if we get behind the framework, uh, um um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of chopping his name up, but he is a person that survived the gulags and became a great yeah. philosopher and has been trying to warn our society about the dangers of uh, mass psychosis when power completely departs from God. This is a uh, this is about the wicked and the ungodly who think they're God. And of course, it's about managing the masses. The goal is to manage the masses. Every country that has billions of people know that if somehow the people decide to rise up, they can't stop those people unless they can control them mentally and and then you know control them through military might. So it's always a psyop. It's always a psychological warfare tactic that takes place. And the Russians were excellent at it. And the Chinese have taken up that model and the betrayers in our government are operating out of that very same framework. This is why I talked about Yuri Bismanov being a excellent ex espionage. espionage um, um, uh, he, he worked for uh, the uh, Russian uh, Russian spy agency, letting Americans know with great clarity what danger we were in. He let us know this 40 years ago, and we're there now. We're we're at that place yeah. where we have been ideologically subverted. Yeah, I guess this book is like 2,700 pages or something, and it's quite a book, I'm sure. It's massive. Um, but today, uh, today I was passing, talking with uh, 
Pastor Mark over there at Hillside Church, and he said he would, uh, you know, his pastor is Pastor Keith, and he's on KFAX also, and he said he would uh, listen to the conference that you Wednesday with that nurse uh, Spence and uh, yeah, Albert Spence. Spence. Yes, that sir. That was a good conference, boy. That was quite enlightening. Right. So, I hope that they listen to you because pastors are responsible for their flock to at least let them know, you know, where the path is because the people won't know on their own. Everybody's going to lean to their bias. And you, you got to cut the lights on so we can look at both sides. And, and, the, and they're obligated. They're just obligated. They can't stick their head in the sand and say they don't know. The things that are happening now don't require being having a Ph.D. Um, totalitarianism does not require uh, being a rocket scientist. When your constitutional rights are imposed, are taken from you, and you're being told you got to do something as invasive as have uh, a vaccine pumped into your body, and we already have the history of vaccine injury, and we already know about Nuremberg, and we also have constitutional laws, and nobody's doing anything about it. We are in a very bad place psychologically as a nation. And the role of the pastor is to wake people up, whether they like it or not. That's their job. They're prophetic first, and then priestly second. This is what Jesus did. This is why they killed him. This is what the apostles did. This is why they killed them. This is what the early church did. This is why they killed them. Polycarp, Ignatius, all those brothers were killed because they stood up and said, Caesar is not Lord. He is not Kyrios. He's not God. And the common people were saying, you guys need to be quiet. We want to pay our bills. We want to live. We want to survive. And here we are again in the same place. We're in the same place right now. Yeah. And it's, yeah, well, it's Charles it's, Spurgeon said the same thing in his lectures to my students. You know, right. uh, the pastor is to also inform the people of what's going on. Now, Cliff McManus, I don't know if you heard his, uh, he's on right before you. Did you hear Cliff uh, McManus preach on KFAX at 430? No, 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 I didn't. Uh, you, the, uh, we've got one minute. Tell me what he said that was salient and important for our discussion. Well, that we uh, have his words. <laughs> When we witness, you know, people say, well, I just live the life, you know, of right. Jesus. You know, I don't witness, you know, I guess we they smile and there's a halo and people come up to them and ask mm-hmm. them what peace they have. But no, we have to use words to, to right. explain the gospel. And Absolutely. Cliff uh, wrote a book called Apologetics by the Book. Very sure. good book. Uh, sure. He actually gave it to me when I, I visited there. And I was talking with Bob Douglas's associate Sunday and asking him to, to call in, too, because uh, Bob uh, knows about the vaccines and, and their dangers, but uh, he he feels it's a controversial subject. And well, they all, do. They, they all do, and this is where we are derelict in our duty. I've been hearing this for uh, uh, 30 years in ministry. We don't want to talk doctrine because doctrine divides. We don't want to talk politics because politics divides. Don't talk doctrine. Don't talk politics. Let's just all get along. And here we are today. Here we are today. And people are scared because it's controversial. It's really, 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 really sad. And so, yeah, we got to pray. But what we got to do is keep talking, keep sharing um, the way that um, uh, Carl Jung, Carl Jung explained how you overcome a, uh, a, a social mass psychosis is to create parallel bodies, groups of people who think like you. 
and keep having conversation to edify, encourage, build up, and then you hope that it leaks out to the society. Well, that is really what the church was supposed to be, a body of people who thought with radically common, deeply rooted, non-negotiable ideas, and then let that parallel world of the kingdom of God leak into this secular world of darkness. But what happened instead is that the secular world of darkness has leaked into the kingdom of God and plugged up every orifice by which we might communicate the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ to this generation to bring them back to a submission to the one true and living God and to his word. So we are dealing with darkness in the world and darkness in the church. And it's it's a sad reality. Look, I got to take a break. Uh, this is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Two lines are open, one 888 Believe me, there's a point at which there is no return, and everybody will either, either comply or go to jail and die. That's history. I'll be right back. And now, back to Lifeline. Right, and I do want to invite you guys out to um, our Wednesday night uh, All Things COVID class. We uh, do a lot of explaining of all of this um, evil and wickedness and uh, suppression and coercion and separation and, uh, 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 you know, the things that are taking place with, uh, with, with uh, our media uh, which is a, a which is a, a, a signal model of a, a, a socialist construct. Uh, America has learned well from Russia and China. Think about it in the wars that we elude, we uh, we apparently won against Russia. Do you know we took a lot of their scientists and a lot of their playbooks and brought them right on in into America? Uh, everybody knows this. I'm sorry. Everybody knows this. Why wouldn't you? If you've had a, an, an enemy, so we call them as formidable as Russia or China, uh, aren't you going to actually take their playbook and learn how it is that they invaded, how they got in, how they creeped in, um, how they their spies were double spies and got into American politics and uh, eventually start using those same methods on other countries? And now we're doing it to ourselves because a Marxist socialist system is biblically really at the center of an antichrist model of world governance. This is not merely a sociological phenomenon. This is not merely a political construct, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're not so naive as to believe that we're just simply dealing with opinions here. We're dealing with real, uh, visceral, spiritual dynamics. And this is why it's so hard to talk to people about what's going on, because the adversary of your soul is a psychologist par excellence, He's a politician without match, and he is a theologian as well in the in the realms of which the scriptures would tell you and I. Uh, and he that shall come, referring to Antiochus Epiphanes, um, he will he will understand dark sayings and be able to utter parables. That means he knows the word of God. The devil knows more scripture than the average professing Christian, and today even the average professing theologian that does not adhere to the word of God as being true, trustworthy, uh, and 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 worthy of dependence upon as a light uh, in this dark world. So please understand. Uh, we're dealing with a conflation of uh, uh, real serious uh, battles going on, multiple levels of conflict against humanity, 
and against um, against the experiment, which we call freedom in in the Americas here. It's about to be squashed. And may I say this before we go to the phone lines? All the other nations in the world that are that are crying for freedom. The people that are enslaved in China, enslaved in Afghanistan. Don't let me start there because that is an atrocity that is presently continuing. The wickedness that happened when we pulled out of Afghanistan. That is a wicked, wicked event. That is, if you get a chance, if you can see what's going on in Afghanistan as a consequence of us pulling out, it will show you how, how our government, that sector of our government called the executive branch can turn on you. If there are clear parallels to leave American citizens, and they're not telling you the truth about the numbers, and your media is not letting you know what's going on in terms of the atrocities over there, but if you could see it with your own eyes, you would stop in a nanosecond, no pun intended with nanoparticles, from trusting your government. Because like the word of God says, man is as the beast that perishes. And our governments are predatorial beasts, according to Daniel 7, according to the whole book of the Revelation, they are predatorial beasts. And Jesus faced both the political beast and the religious beast when he faced Pontius Pilate and he faced Herod along with Caiaphas and Ananias. That is your paradigm for the book of the Revelation. The lambs of God with the Lamb of God, ultimately faced the power of the secular system, and it conflates itself with the apostate uh, sacred system that is the church. This is why you got the mayor of New York trying to uh, uh, manipulate black people into believing that God has sent this vaccine to save us. Did you hear her? She sounds like Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, and she sounds like all of the politicians that like to play up black people when it's time to get their vote. But I think with 70% of black people being not only hesitant, the larger amount of them are saying, no, we're not doing this. Uh, I think your eyes are starting to be open to the danger that you're in. And yes, on Wednesday at 5.30, that's what we talk about. You're welcome to join us for the conversation. You will see and hear things that you will not see or hear in your major media outlets because truth is out there. You just have to dig for it. Just like if a man or a woman is going to ever know God, they're going to have to seek him with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then God says in Jeremiah 29, 13, you'll find me. People that are half-hearted at seeking God, don't know God and will never find God so long as there's something else that's more God to them than God himself. Let me go to line number four and talk with Eddie. Line number four and talk with Eddie from Nevada. Eddie, are you there? That's all right. That's okay. Now I'm going to talk a little bit longer and then I'm going to take a break and we'll pick Idris up on the other side of the break. We've got three lines open. One, triple eight, three, six, seven, five, three, two, nine, three lines open. One, triple eight, three, six, seven, five, three, two, nine. There's a lot of things going on, ladies and gentlemen. For instance, you don't know that there are tons of unions uh, across this nation, the nurses unions, the fire department, the police department, so many unions that are pushing back against this vaccine mandate. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? How can the Biden administration, recognizing that this kind of uh, o uh, overt, totalitarian, unconstitutional edict 
uh, is going to be pushed back by millions and millions of people. And what that's going to mean is if the uh, ideologues that simply submit to the tyranny of the government without its constitutional grounds, that's going to cause people to lose their jobs. Even though they're going to fight it in the courts, they're going to lose their jobs. And, And this is happening right now. So here, I want you to understand what this is about. If you want to know, this is all about continually destroying the economic stability of America, which is exactly what China wants, which is exactly what Russia would love to see as well. America going down, America going down. There is absolutely no correlation between the COVID issue and our needing to work. We can easily demonstrate all the other countries that have stayed open and are working and are thriving. Hence, I told you that the president of Brazil plainly said to the UN, I am unvaccinated. We are not compelling our people to be vaccinated. They can be vaccinated if they want to. We're going to continue to simply work hard and increase our income and increase the stability, the peace and the prosperity of our people. Now, that's a president. He's not walking in lockstep with this president. He's not walking in lockstep with the who. He's not walking in lockstep with Bill Gates and Davo and all the G20 nations that really want to engage in um, Mr. Schwab's reset. He's not walking. They're not walking in lockstep with that. And you need to know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go to a break here. You need to know not everybody is walking in lockstep. I mean, even across this nation. So when my brother was asking about uh, my sister, uh, Misty was talking about people leaving. People are leaving by the tens of thousands in, in, in California now. Why are they doing that? They're seeking to find a place where they can rest. And this is what I'm teaching in our Tuesday and Friday Bible studies as well. There is a time to flee. There's a time to fight. Right now is my time to fight. I hope it's your time to fight. But when it gets too bad, fleeing is what Jesus said. If they persecute you in one city, flee to another. He doesn't mean for Christians to have to always be engaging in political conflicts and and try to stand for their rights. We want peace. This is why we're both a prophetic institution to tell you you're wrong, king, you're wrong, queen. And then at the same time, we're praying for you. We are to lift up holy hands without wrath and doubting, talking about godly men and praying for all that are in authority. We don't agree with you and we don't have to. So don't twist Romans 13 and make it say something that it does not say. Romans 13 says that our government is raised up by God to deal with good and evil. And when government misinterprets the good as evil and misinterprets the evil as good, that government has lost its right of governance. And that's when the people of God have to be both prophetic as an emphasis and then prayerful as a strategy. And I'm hopefully that's where we're starting to become with our churches. But I don't hear them. I don't hear them. I don't need to hear them, but I don't hear them. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. All right, we are back. Uh, the time is 6.37 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Let's go to line number one and talk with Idris from Hayward. Idris, are you there? Hey, hey, how's it going, Pastor? Can you hear me? Yes, I can, man. Thank you for your patience, and it's good to hear from you. What's up? Always, always. I love what you uh, spoke with, uh, with the, uh, Brother Yuri about how it takes 20 years to enforce their, you know, breakdown of society. But, uh, 
this Friday, it got it, it got a step realer for me and one of my good friends. We usually go to this restaurant in Walnut Creek to go just grab a bite to eat, fellowship, and talk. And sure. I was running late. And on our, on our way up there, usually there's no traffic, but there was super traffic. And I was like, is God telling me not to go? But I was running late. I was running 30 minutes behind. And then he called me like 10 minutes prior to me showing up and saying, we can't eat there. I'm like, why not? He said, they're doing the mandatory. You got to have. I was like, are you serious? And I yep. was like, wow. But initially, I was so excited to go eat. But once they brought that up, I didn't care that I had drove, driven almost 45, an hour. I, once they said that, I said, you can keep your food. You can keep whatever it is. We're not eating there. So, right. but funny enough, we ended up going somewhere else. And my boy called them. And they said, we're not tripping. And they let us eat there. But it was like, okay. But my attitude, once it started getting realer, wasn't like, oh, man, I did not care. If I got to eat Top Ramen and be in the house <laughs> while they're doing this nonsense, go right ahead. But what I wanted to say was, you know, um, if you don't spot evil in its seed form, by the time you spot it, it'll be too late. And I think that's what's going on. Too many people, even people that are, you know, whistleblowers, people that, I mean, I told you about the Nicki Minaj and the Elton Brandenburg. People are speaking out, NBA players, football players are speaking out. And people are still acting like, well, and like I said, by the time it's like a hot stock. If you don't get it when when the time is right, by the time everybody realizes something is wrong, it's going to be too late. And, and that's that's what I'm afraid of. But we all we can do is what we can do. Some of us are right, leaving right. in. Like you said, some of us have been mandated to stay. Right. <laughs> so now, now, it is now, what it is. But you have to think it through because the Word of God tells us very plainly that um, that a prudent man sees the evil afar off and prepares himself and um, and we and, and so, yeah, there are tears. I talk about this in our Wednesday classes, in our in our COVID classes. I talk about the people that are naive and uh, and ignorant and uh, and fearful and stick their head in the sand. They just don't know and they don't want to know. That's your first classification of people. Those are the ones that your Marxist socialist group knows that they have because they won't they can't stand under any pressure. They don't want any pressure. They just don't. And so they're going to comply. That's this is what the test has been about from day one of lockdowns and shutdowns and mask and open up and shut back down and mask and open up partially and shut back down and mask. And the whole mask thing is a perpetual uh, drip drip of morphine into the psyche of humanity because they are so anti-scientific. Everybody knows the masks don't work, but they become a psychological comfort for people who are fearful of the uh, vaccines, uh, of the virus, even though they have already heard the arguments that your mask is as porous as an iron fence, <clears throat> a gated fence <clears throat> through which you throw sand. The second category of people are people who are listening to you and me right now who know something is wrong. Uh, they are agitated about it. They need to be informed, but they can go either way. They can uh, they can uh, find themselves moving into a position of being valiant for the truth if they would pray <clears throat> and seek grace from God, but they can easily collapse because many of them have collapsed already up under the pressure of losing their job. So you get the people right. who are, and, and this is religious people too, they sound good um, while they're under no pressure. But as soon as the pressure comes, they collapse. Um, and so the government, this is why Biden pushed the mandate because he knew that many people would collapse. There were 360 something nurses 
in New York that said no to the uh, vaccine. No. Now, I, I ask people all the time, when you've got nurses and doctors uh, and Miss Christina Parker, African-American lady who has been on the website, uh, a brilliant, brilliant lady who understands all this. She said two people. <clears throat> there are two pe- groups of people who are not buying it. She says Ph.D.s. And black people. <laughs> These are two groups of people <laughs> who are not buying it. And the PhDs are not buying it because they know. They know. They know this is a big uh-huh. B.S. campaign going on. And the black people intuitively know because they've been lied to for so many for so many years. And this is this is the problem that 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 um, Biden is having. So then there's only one other group left, and that is the whistleblowers. The people who know that we have no chance of winning if we keep silent. We have no chance of recovery if we don't stand up, if we don't speak out. This is why censorship and suppression is a Marxist agenda to stop people like me and others from having a voice. Because if we speak out against it, what will happen is every day somebody will wake up a little here, a little there. That's why you keep doing it, my brother, because if you're with a crew of men and women who are not afraid, then once you are operating out of a fearless position of loving people and loving the truth, now all you're wanting to do is exercise strategies of wisdom to help liberate men and women or embolden men and women to do the right thing. Like, again, uh, my only concern about mandating uh, vaccines for not being able to go to restaurants and and gyms and bars and all that stuff is not so much that I want to go there because I don't largely go to these places anyway. My concern is the freedom to go. And like you said, if you're going to tell me I can't come in because I don't have a mask, well, as a black person, I remember those days as a little child when I couldn't go in because I was black. So then I'm going down the street to another restaurant where they will serve me because they have a better understanding of science, that you don't get COVID just because you sit around in a restaurant for 30 minutes or an hour. That COVID is uh, is something that takes a lot in order to incur a... uh, a, a groundswell in any community. And, and quite frankly, where we are today, COVID is not accelerated by mere uh, 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 presence in the air. It's being accelerated by the vaccines. It's If it weren't for uh, the continual perpetuation of the vaccine, we wouldn't have va- variants. We wouldn't have um, what is called uh, immune escape. We wouldn't have uh, increased cases of COVID. Now, that, too, is a dirty little secret. Stop the vaccines and you'll see the COVID go away. This is what we've been learning in our Wednesday classes. So for the audience, wow. out there, you can go online, uh, grace-bible.com. Every, every Wednesday, 530, we talk about it. We engage in it. And you can learn from it. So, you know, you're good, man. You, you're good. You're young. You're strong. You're healthy. You're clear on this thing. Love folk. And keep pumping it out. That's what you do. <laughs> Thank you, sir. God bless right. you. We'll talk to you later. Yes, indeed. Let, let me go to line number two uh, and start with uh, Rochelle from Fairfield, and then we will uh, take a break. Is Raquel there? Yes. Hi, Pastor Gassan. How are you? I'm great. What's your thoughts today? <clears throat> um, I want to know, have you gone even a step further than this covid uh, to the CRISPR technology, which of is what this is all about. And if you're aware of that, that's Department of Defense, that's DARPA. Sure. Um, they have military presentations to West Point Academy. 
this CRISPR technology is the end game that all of this shot is leading up to. And uh, I'm not sure how much of that information, but they have identified what they're calling is the God gene. And they've done uh, presentations on those who have, uh, who pray, who have faith, spirituality, relationship with God. They're able to identify which gene in the body produces a certain chemical. And they are targeting that because they want to reduce that so that people, this is, this is, DNA technology, they are working on removing what they've identified as the God gene in people who actually have a relationship with God and who pray and that uh, spirituality. Okay. All right. So some of that is not true. All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll clean it up a bit. <clears throat> I'm, I'm often charged with not knowing what I'm talking about. Uh, but what I'm saying to you is, is partially what you're saying partially is true and can be verified. A lot of it can't. A lot of it is framed by hypotheses, is framed by theories, and that's okay. We're free to do that. I know what you're talking about. I've been looking at uh, the CRISPR theory for a long time. And, of course, that's what we mean by um, AI, artificial intelligence, playing a big role in the integration of technology in the physiology of human beings. We are moving towards transhumanism. But in the dimension yeah. in which you're t in the dimension in which we're talking about, CRISPR technology has been around for a long time. It's called gene editing. We get that. We understand yeah. that. If, if gene editing could stay within the parameters of moral and ethical um, necessity, um, in terms of people being sick and ill, we could benefit from it. The problem is, is that the powers that be that operate in the scientific world are wicked. And, and I can't get this across. Exactly. To, I can't get this across to even my brethren to understand this. I got good Christian brethren who uh, fall prey to the notion that man is basically good when the Bible says man is basically wicked. So even the very good things that we could use to actually advance the well-being of society, the problem is, is wicked governments who don't fear God are in control of the technology. This is what makes it dangerous. Listen, I've got to take a yes. break. Our break. Thank okay. you for the call. We will be talking more about that in the future unless they shut us down. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time is 6.52. We've got about eight minutes to go. Let's go to line number four and talk with Jermaine from Alameda. Jermaine, are you there? Oh, yes, I am. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. You know, um, I heard you mention Dr. Uh, Christina Parks. I happened to be listening to a couple hours there today, just trying to absorb as much information as I could. But I just started to notice a trend that many of these doctors and nurses and people speaking out, it seems like a good portion of them are, are actually Christian believers. I, I know this might sound like a silly question, but you know, I just wanted to hear you develop it. Do you think that's by accident? Um, no. I, I, well, it, what it is, all of the good doctors, Jermaine, and there are hundreds and maybe thousands when we go outside of the United States into Europe, um, yeah, tens of thousands, because the battle that's going on that people don't know in the major media outlets here is that your doctors have already confronted their senates, they have confronted their parliaments, they have confronted their leaders. It's, uh, uh, Levinsko, uh, one of the uh, Jewish uh, doctors 
uh, that uh, Mark called earlier about he 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 talked to the Jewish rabbis that whole Senate in Israel, and they're fit to be tied to try to somehow convince the uh, the the parliament in Israel, the leadership in Israel, that this uh, this vaccine is harming people, even though we have the stats from Israel that the vaccine is harm vaccine is harming people. We have the stats that the vaccine is uh, ineffective and that 95% of those that are vaccinated in Israel are experiencing, um, you know, the variants uh, making them sick as well as killing them. Not, not even to mention the list of symptoms on the VAERS report that, that uh, constant, constitute a nightmare. So suppression is keeping the data out, but on the ground, at, at the ground level, what you you and I know this is why I like doing the Wednesday program at Grace, because what I do is I pull up all the doctors and almost to a person, they are at least God fearing. They're not all Christians. I, I, I enjoy all of them. I mean, you don't have to be a Christian to have a healthy worldview that has respect for life and respect for humanity and also understands true science like a legitimate scientist is going to know that there is no such thing as a man declaring himself to be a woman and therefore she is. That's utter foolishness and it is so anti-science that we can't be giving ear to that thing. So when you have good scientists and good doctors, virologists, epidemiologists, uh, cardiologists like Dr. Um, Peter McCullough, you know he's a Christian, you know that um, Dr. Simone and her clan, largely they are, um, if not Christian, Jewish, or at least they are believers in God. Uh, Sister Stella Emmanuel, whom they threw under the bus when she said, all we need is hydroxychloroquine, we can clean it up. They turned her into a voodoo doctor and a witch doctor because that's what the media loves to do. I, I wish our Christians could understand the idea of uh, ad hominem attacks and, and genetic fallacies and, and associating somebody who doesn't walk in lockstep with your position as being demonic or delusional or delirious. That's an old tactic. You, you know, you judge people by their labors, by their fruits and their works. So, yes, the reason why we would have good scientists and some of them will be atheists, but what they are not is non-theist. Now, there's a big difference between an atheist and a non-theist. A non-theist says, no God, nowhere, no how. An atheist says, I don't see him. He hasn't manifested himself to me enough for me to believe in a personal God. But that does not mean that the atheist does not embrace a framework of scientific empiricism that recognizes the way the universe works, the way the world works, the way sociology works. And so you've got a lot of those kinds of persons working together. And we do, because they actually believe in life. They believe in the value of life, the dignity of life, the origin of life, the, um, the, the need for life to be maintained and protected. And they also understand science from the standpoint that everything that has been going on in our government in terms of the, uh, uh, the uh, implementation of the, uh, uh, the virus uh, emergency lockdowns, all of that is non-scientific and the protocols are bad. There are CIA protocols and the rollout of the virus and the vaccine under EUA authority, emergency use authority, is so ungodly to actually make it worldwide and bring everybody into this kind of experimentation mode, who would not anticipate the catastrophic outcome 
of tens of thousands of people being dead. Now, again, your media is not going to tell you that, but you guys are getting it on the Wednesday uh, program at Grace because the stats are there. Uh, those people at the FDC were warned that upwards of 150,000 people have died from the vaccines, and that's all suppressed. These are not wide-eyed uh, people who just want notoriety. These were the experts that told the FDC they recommend not using the booster shots because they see danger there. And here we are with a president that's running headlong into wanting to stick a needle in everybody's arm. And people are mad at some of us who are standing up and saying, don't you see what's wrong, ladies and gentlemen? Well, what I want to say to people as we wrap it up is don't fear. Uh, don't be angry. Stand for the truth, learn the truth, and tell the truth, and you'll be on God's side. We'll see some of you Wednesday night at 5.30, online or in-house. God bless all of you guys. May the Lord smile upon you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved.